you need to go ahead and find that on your local YouTube channel. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what a local YouTube channel is. <laughs> Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 135 of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the rear admiral of PPAI Expo Recovery, <laughs> the one and only Dr. Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you today? I'm doing well. Back from Vegas. Um, really excited. That was a great week, and I feel good about that. Under a level two snow emergency here in Coshocton, Ohio, so that's a... That's always interesting, but other than that, I'm fantastic. How about you, bud? I'm doing great. Um, We had a little bit of weather this morning here in Nashville, a little bit of ice, nothing major. Um, I don't think it was a level two ice emergency. I don't even know what that means. I'd have to figure (laughs) out what the gauge is. So I'm not sure if that's good or bad, but here's something I do know that is good, Kirby. What's that, Bill? That would be the good people at Bam Bams. You know, I know if you were in Las Vegas last week and had an opportunity to go see their booth and go see Ben Chazen and Chelsea and Ben Taylor and all the all the good people there, Dan Taylor, you saw that they have this great new private labeled headwear and apparel line. It's yep. truly fantastic. They killed it with their SKUCon swag, no yep. question there. Um, but if you if you stop by there, you really could see that they have that fifty piece minimum, and it's a true private label experience right Kirby yeah absolutely I love their booth I love the whole concept that you can create a collection Um, and I will say that you mentioned the the SKUCon swag the the hat I got from them and SKUCon I just loved it love the way it fits the whole nine yards so yeah I'm super pumped up about what they're offering right now it, it, me too. And so a lot of people, you know, went saw them last week at PPA Expo, but a lot of people didn't get to Las Vegas, Kirby. And I have two words for them. What's that? <laughs> fret not, people. And I know that's three <laughs> words, but fret not. You can go. You have an opportunity in two weeks to see them. Uh, I think it's February 4th and 5th. Uh, fifth and sixth, I'm sorry, at ASI Fort Worth, their booth 1812. Just like the War of 1812, Bam Bams will be victorious as they roll out their headwear and apparel line, bringing retail quality at a promo price point. So go ahead and visit them at booth 1812 at ASI Fort Worth. Or if you're not able to get out there, go ahead and go to bambams.com. Kirby, I think you both, both you and I know they're not going to be sorry that they did. Absolutely. Kirby, are you prepared to broadcast at a gold level this week? <laughs> yes, I guess gold is appropriate, isn't it? I believe it is. So, Kirby, I'm going to go ahead and start us off with awesome. a, a topic, if you don't mind. So, um, last week was PPAI Expo, and and uh, you know we could probably do three episodes just <laughs> on Expo, and and I'm not sure either one of us want to do that. <laughs> Um, but I did want to chat with you because we really haven't talked about, um, and this is not, I want this to be brief because I don't want it to feel too self-congratulatory, but um, you and I, uh, mm-hmm. Promo Corner, for the Unscripted Podcast, won a Gold Pyramid Award. And as you know, Gold Pyramid Awards are very difficult to achieve. So yes. um, I, I know I was honored. I believe you were as well. I don't want to put words in your mouth. 
my question to you was, you know, you go to the award ceremony knowing you're winning a pyramid award, and generally it's a silver pyramid award. Were you surprised? What was your reaction when you found out it was gold? Yeah, it was a, it was a wonderfully humbling, a wonderful, pleasant surprise is exactly right. Because, I, I mean, again, it's wonderful. We've had the opportunity to have some pyramid awards, and that is incredibly um, uh, humbling is probably the right word, that, that people in our industry kind of listen at all, <laughs> yeah. let alone uh, like what we do. And then the idea that we got a gold is incredible. Um, and it, it, what was interesting to me, Bill, was the next couple of days, mm-hmm. as, as you, you have done this and I've done this with Delivering Marketing Joy, where we've gotten a Pyramid Award and people are very kind about it. But this year it was different. People were coming up and making a big deal mm-hmm. about it the next day at the show and stuff like that. And so I think that was when I sort of understood it was bigger than what had happened in the past. Yeah, that's a great point, Kirby. And that's kind of what, uh, my experience as well. You know, I, I we walked in and that obviously honored to win a silver would have been just wonderful. But the fact that it was a gold, because we even talked about it before we went up on stage, that it's not going to be a gold. We're not winning a gold. Nobody wins a gold pyramid for this stuff. And the fact that we did um, was really, really, truly an honor. And, and like you, had a lot of people come up, and, and it was a big deal. I think almost a bigger deal to people who listen to the show um, yeah, than than cool. us. So it was cool validation, though. Is, is the word I came up with is validation because I, you know, looking at we've done 135 of these, which um, <laughs> amazes me that we've done 135 of them. And it seems that it's still continuing to, to grow. We had a great audience, a live audience at our education session where we did an unscripted live. I think you we had thousands, had, right? Thousands, <laughs> thousands upon thousands. Um, no, but we had about 80 to 90 people in the room, mm-hmm. in, in, which still blew me away. I figured there'd be about 20 people to yeah. show up. Um, so it was very cool to win a gold pyramid for the podcast. So let me ask one more quick question that was sort of asked in our education session, but I want you to really answer this question. What's next for Unscripted, Kirby? You know, it's interesting. I, I think the it was a good question in the, in the session. One of the things that I think I would like to do, and you and I haven't talked a ton about this, is I think that when we first started this concept, even when we first started Salt and Pepper, which is our debate blog, mm-hmm. we wanted to take on topics that were maybe being uh, talked about in the back corner of the industry, but not in the spotlight. Right. And I think we have done that at times. I personally want to uh, make an effort this year to take on those topics. Sometimes they're okay. hard to take on because we can be um, unpopular in our opinions, but I yep. would very much like to, That, that that's sort of, not necessarily you. I think you do a better job of that than me. You're willing to take those on. I want to start being uh, more prepared and looking for the opportunity to take that controversy on a little bit. No, I agree. I think I think it's time to kind of get back a little bit to our roots a little bit and a little more meat. Right. Uh, I think we always have fun on the podcast, but I think, yeah. I think we always do a great job of mixing. Um, I always call it edutainment, you know, a little <laughs> bit of education, a little bit of entertainment. And I do. I would like to get back a little more to the meat subjects where we, you know, hey, this is my opinion on something. Yep. And I've actually got a few of those things, and I think you do too. And so I, I hope that we're able to stick to that um, as those opportunities present themselves. And sometimes they just don't. Right. And so it, with that, and, and I really wasn't, this Let's is go. truly unscripted. This is actually, so this is my, my, my thought about this. I, yeah. My struggle, and I love and I'm honored that we got a gold. Yep. We got a silver the year before. Yep. One of my challenges with the Pyramid Awards yep. um, is that I don't know why. I don't okay. know what we did differently from silver to gold. 
And mm-hmm. because here's the thing, whatever it is, and if that is what um, experts in our industry believe we need to do, I'd like to know what that is so that we could do more of it. Um, yeah. I think that's one of my critiques about the Pyramid Awards is mm-hmm. that, like, give me a reason. Tell me what I need to work on. Tell me if I didn't win anything, why? What You know what I mean? Like, I, I struggle. I've won a couple of these, and I've, yep. I, I say that with humility. I'm not sure why one year Delivering Marketing Joy won and one year it does. I, I truly don't know. And, I, and so I think that would be helpful to me. No, I, I couldn't agree more. So I, I've had issues, challenges with the Pyramid Awards for me dating back to Brandivate. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think, you know, looking back in four years ago, I be, be, besides you, uh, I was the most consistent blogger in the industry talking about industry topics, sales and marketing topics. And I submitted for a pyramid award and I did not win. And I, I still don't understand why. Um, and, and again, it's not because, uh, well, no, I'm going to say I felt like I deserved to win that year. I'll be honest with you. Maybe not a gold, but I certainly, I think, I think because of, of what I was producing, I deserved to be recognized and, and in my mind. And I wasn't. So the way I understand the, the, the Pyramid Awards, how they're set up, it's a committee. So there's there's a group of people that judge. So you, you put in your submission, you fill out a form, and then there's a group of people, I think it's five or six people, that judge and put points towards something. So the max you can get from each judge is 100 points. Okay. And so you hit a certain threshold of points. I think it's 80. You get a silver pyramid. Hmm, okay. And then... If you hit, I think, again, I'm not sure on this, uh, but I'm pretty, I'm sort of sure. I think it's if you hit 95 points out of 100, you get a gold. So it's okay. difficult to get a gold. But again, it's very, very subjective. And, and, and to PPAI's credit, I think they recognize that it's not a perfect system. I don't think there is a perfect system. Sure. Um, and I think they know that. So I know they're revamping the awards for 2020. 20. Um, there's not going to be a networking event or event like what we went to a week ago. There's, that's okay. just not going to happen anymore. And I think knowing uh, some people who are actually on the committee, the awards committee, there's a big movement to really try to quantify mm-hmm. what is gold, what is silver. I think you and I are wired the same way. Um, I don't understand how you can have, for example, let's say 12 12 blogs are submitted for a pyramid award. I don't understand how one can win gold and five can win silver. Um, to me, I, I like I like competition. Um, I thrive on it. And so to me, I don't mind if there's a first place, second place, third place, and that's it. Um, I don't understand how there's a first place. Maybe there's another first place. Oh, and there's eight second places. I, that just was weird to me. Um, but I again... It's not an easy job. It's very easy to sit here and criticize. Yeah. Just just listen. We're doing it right now. <laughs> um, but I think here's here's what I will say. Regardless of the criticism, I think PPAI and the, the awards committee is doing everything they can to make it so the awards are not only um, fair, but just as important and maybe more so they're meaningful. Winning that gold pyramid was very meaningful for me personally. In ways that winning the silver was not be very for unscripted for last year. Yeah, I mean, and it was and, it was certainly great to be recognized. But like you, I'm like, what the hell's the difference? Are we that much better at doing this? I don't think so. Yeah. So a couple things. Number one, I want to make sure that you know I don't. I'm not trying to shit on this award. Which is oh, not at all. Because, because no, I'm we so are honored about it. We are both mean? very honored about it. It's yeah. just one of those things. Um, 
Go ahead. I'll let you finish. No, it's fine. I, the other, and I guess the only thing I would say is I think the one piece, I understand the logic of what you're saying about first place, second place, third place. Mm-hmm. I actually, it doesn't bother me that okay. there's multiple silvers. That does, like, it, once it's explained to me that, hey, you reach a threshold of points, you get that recognition. I actually like that because I think it encourages more and more people to submit and more and more people to continue to create content. So that actually, I, I get where you're coming from, but I don't necessarily agree. But yeah, just any sort of feedback, I just sort of welcome. That's that's kind of my take. Yeah, I, I again, I do like the good, better, best. You know, I yep. do like there's a winner in that category. I think I think it's wonderful to have everybody recognized. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But again, um, what are we doing here? It's a competition, True. and uh, does everybody get a participation ribbon? Yeah, I, 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 I hear you. Yeah, no, and I, I get it. I, I don't view it that way, but I, I understand what you're saying. Cool. All right. <laughs> well, I, I just I don't think we're on the same page on, and you know that's okay. Yeah. Bottom line, though, and I do want to underscore this because this is where I get in trouble because people <laughs> will latch onto one thing that I say and then they won't hear the rest of it. So let me be very clear. I personally could not be more honored to have won a gold pyramid with you last week. Yep. To be recognized by industry peers, whether it was a gold or silver, is tremendous. Yep. I just happen to think that the criteria judging system scoring system is a bit flawed but you know what everything's flawed and i will say in defense of people who do bitch about the pyramid awards um i think ppa does the best job that they can it's a very challenging thing because there is not one single right answer so the fact that the uh awards committee has really started to take a hard look at this and how to make it better more meaningful um, more linear, I think is wonderful. But again, uh, could not be more proud to have won a gold pyramid award for this podcast and couldn't be more proud to have done it working with you because I couldn't do it without you. I don't think you could do it without me. I think we are better together uh, than we are separately. So thank you, Kirby, for be, have the willingness to do this podcast with me. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. Why don't you go with another topic, Kirby? <clears throat> All right. Well, I wanted to uh, go talk stay in the ad agency or the ad world um it it was brought to my attention recently it was actually brought to my attention by my wife and kids that there was a bunch of outrage or controversy over a new gillette mini film ad whatever um first of all have you seen it i have okay so here's my thing i I, I actually went and watched it because i heard that there was this controversy and i was like what's everybody so mad about so I watched it, and I don't understand the outrage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, to be clear, I have two daughters. I don't have two boys like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, believe it or not, was a teenage boy at one point. And like the idea from my perspective of the message is, look, as men, we, we should do better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, like I kind of agree. So I was curious of what your take was. This felt to me like just manufactured outrage and I feel like there's so much of that now that it's almost boy who cried wolf but maybe I'm missing something yeah no you're not Um, so I happen to think that our entire media whether it's social or traditional media is predicated on uh, manufactured anger manufactured outrage and pointing fingers Um, so I've seen the ad and my first thought was, okay, it's pandering. 
Sure. I'll be honest with you. I mean, because on some level it probably is. Sure. But just because it's a little pandering doesn't mean that there's not a good message behind it. So I, I you know, I do like to think, you know, I'm not a woman. I don't know what it's like to be sexually harassed. I, I, so for me to sit here and say, you know, I know what that's like, it would be, would be false. Um, I would like to think that as generations come and newer, newer, you know, kids grow up, we are better than the cat calls of the 60s when a woman would walk, walk by a construction site. Sure. I would like to think that we're better than the casting couch of, of Hollywood for decades. Um, but the fact is, when all this stuff comes out, you realize we're not. And, and that does, you know, trouble me greatly. Um, I don't have daughters. But I would be, I would die a thousand deaths if I learned that either Drew or Mitch sexually harassed someone or pressured a, a girl to do something that she was not wanting to do. Um, so I, I like, from an ad perspective, I like the message that, hey, can we be better? Yeah. Um, but there was a couple things that really bothered me about the commercial, I'll be honest with you. Okay. So one of them was the whole phrase, well, boys will be boys. Um, you're right. That, that's been an excuse for horrible behavior for years. Well, hey, that's just kind of guys. But by the same token, in the commercial, they used it at a, at a point where there were two, maybe four or five-year-old boys fist fighting sure. on the lawn. And honestly, that is, for me, a boys will be boys moment. Right. Um, you've raised girls. I'm raising boys. They are very different. I joke all the time. I joke all the time. Here's the difference between raising boys and girls. Boys get mad. They fight. They hit each other. And five minutes later, they're best friends again. Yep. yep. Totally. Girls. Agree, by the way. Yeah. And then girls try to induce eating disorders in each other <laughs> by saying things like, oh, you're going to wear your hair like that? Hmm. Interesting. Um, so it's a very, 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 very different way different different groups of people girls are different than boys i think if we kind of keep in mind uh, again i'm getting off on a, on a tangent but it's about respecting other people right um so boys still can be boys but you yes. can do it respectfully and and girl you know i you don't want everybody to be so uh, homogenous that you can't uh, you know boys can't have different personalities and girls Yes. No, I agree. I, see, I guess that's one of those things. I saw that, and I take some of it with a grain of salt because – and you know this about me. Like, I think that there are times when treating people how – you're training people how to treat you is important. And if you are a guy, sometimes that includes sticking your heels down and saying, you know, if, yeah. if what I have to do is take a punch or give one, that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. And so – I do feel that way. On the other hand, I, I watched the, the commercial and was like, okay, so it's telling us that as you know, the best a man can get, we need to do better? Yeah, okay. Oh, I agree with that. No, <laughs> you know I, like I, mean? I said, like, no, I totally agree with that. We can do better. Look, yeah. you, you see the Harvey Weinstein stuff and all the other 
you know, uh, men in power. Yeah. Know, here, here's what it boils down to. White men in power have abused that power for decades, centuries. You know what? Sadly, that's true. Um, that doesn't make me a bad person as a right. white male. Um, but I think as a white male, I have a responsibility to set an example uh, sure. to uh, other people. And I think you do too. And I think everybody does. So, uh, I honestly, I thought the commercial was a little pandering. It's a little... Hey, here's a moment in time. Let's kind of position ourselves um, as this wonderful company that's trying to move forward, and I'm sure they are. Uh, but by the same token, I think there's always a good message in that stuff. That hey, you know, we shouldn't tolerate uh, sexual harassment in any way, shape, or form. Sure. And I, and I did like that. So yeah. Cool. All right. Cool, man. All right. All what's right. Next. Uh, I don't even know anymore, Kirby. <laughs> we have, we've gotten kind of deep today. <laughs> we, we have, and I'm sitting here thinking as I'm talking, I am going to get barbecued for the whole Pyramid Award discussion. <laughs> I, I feel like. Don't you feel well, like that? Well, for what it's worth, I brought it up. So this. Yeah, is I know you brought it up, <laughs> but I have a feeling I'm going to get barbecued, and I don't yeah. want to be. I really yeah. like the Pyramid Award a lot. <laughs> okay. Well, um, then move on, my friend. I'm trying to. Okay. Um, so I wanted to just real quick as we... We kind of wrap up PPA Expo. Um, as always, they do such a great job. I wanted to get just kind of a, a two-minute, what was your Expo experience? What was your favorite thing about Expo at, 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 at as a whole? When I ask you, how was PPA Expo, give me your, your 90-second, two-minute version of what Expo was like. Yeah, so I would say my take on it, and I've said this to a bunch of people, I felt like the vibe this year was really, really good. Mm -hmm. uh, from my perspective, it was so interesting. When I talked to suppliers, either they said, oh my God, it's off the charts, busy, mm -hmm. or the traffic's down. And I think that had to do with where people were sure. in you know, just their location. But for the most part, both distributors and suppliers, I felt like the overall tone and mood of the event was really good. And yeah. I like this is one of those things that I think – um, bodes well for the, the economy, honestly, mm -hmm. because if you think about it, that industry is selling to, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of other different industries. Right. And if all of, if we as an industry have a good outlook on the economy, that means we probably have a good cross section of what's happening, if that makes yeah. any sense. So I think the vibe was really good. The traffic was really good and the people were really good. That's my take. Cool. Yeah. I, I thought it was, um, and exceptional, and that's not because I always want to say we're taking the expo from great to exceptional. I thought it was an except. <laughs> I thought it was an exceptional expo. I actually emailed uh, Paul Paul Bellantone directly um, yesterday and said, "Hey, you know, a lot of people bitch about the expo. It's easy to do. I don't like my booth location. The hours are too long. The traffic was down. Blah 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 blah." I wanted to tell him all the things that went right, and I, I identified actually four people that really from staff that elevated my personal expo experience mm -hmm. because I think it's so easy for people to bitch and moan about that. Um, I think that, that they do such a great job in really trying to create a sense of it's it's there's some consistency to it but also there's always a wrinkle or two that really do add to the expo experience i thought this year when they did the pop-up booths um they had uh, you know if it, what i what i learned is they have heat zone map of the entire floor 
So if they identify a cold zone, which means there's not a lot of people, let's say in whatever quadrant, mm. they identify a cold zone, they were going to do these little pop-up booths to draw traffic there. They would hmm. push they would push notifications through the Sage app, which I'm sure you were using, mm-hmm. and you'd see, hey, there's chocolate-covered bacon over here in aisle 900. There's nitro coffee over here in, in aisle 2600. Or I think the one everybody loved was the puppies when they yeah. brought out the puppies. So... I thought to, to, to not so not only do you elevate the experience for the 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 people who are attending, but what a way to what the real purpose was. Let's make sure we drive traffic to those areas, yeah. So the people who are spending money to be at the show can get as much traffic as they can. Yeah. So I, I thought it, that was really really cool in, in a great way. Is the word oh. <laughs> that comes to my mind? I think that's awesome. Paul had shared that during. Oh, the volunteer day on Sunday. Uh, you were at SKUCon. I was at a lot, you know, volunteer luncheon, and I had committee meetings and things. And when he shared that, I was wrapped with attention. I was like, "That is really genius." Same, yeah. same, same word. Just what a great thing to do. And again, it, you you hit you kill two birds with one stone. You elevate the experience for attendees, people who like bacon, chocolate covered bacon, or puppies, puppies, or nitro coffee, or whatever. You elevate the experience from that perspective, but then when you I, even even more so, the people who are paying to be there, the people who spent money on a booth, yes. the people who have staff out there manning those booths, and you see an area where there is just not a lot of attendees. What a way to push people over there in a very soft way. Yeah, um, I I wanted to make sure I, I threw that out there and how cool I thought that was. Yeah. Um, so that that well was, again, great use of technology. Unbelievable. Great, great awesome. use of technology. Well, you remember a couple of years ago, and we did an unscripted. Yep. I think it was the first unscripted live we did, and it was the first year that um, they had put little. They, they asked if they could put tracking on people's badges, and people yep. flipped their shit. <laughs> and so, you know, I don't need the man at telling me where to go. I think everybody was worried that it was going to track them out to eye candy. <laughs> but, uh, um, we, we already know you're there. Exactly, but I thought this was a, a really cool use of of technology and that heat mapping to get uh, people where. Um, Maybe they weren't before. So no, super cool. Do you have another quick topic, or do you want to go ahead and move on? Um, let's make it quick. Um, make it quick. So this is one I kind of wanted to get to. So sure. Um, I've talked to you. I know you've been involved in the regionals. Yes. Um, and uh, you know I I've expressed potentially an interest in getting involved in some way. Um, one of the things that when I was um just starting out, something yep. that grabbed my attention was I would go to, uh, uh, let's say, OPA, which is who I'm, you know, I'm a member of OPA, mm-hmm. and they, they have some really cool events. And we would take, you know, when there was an event, we would take as many people from my team who would be willing to go. Sure. You know? A, it's a cool event. It's a, they get to see the industry. Plus, I, I want to support the industry. Right. I was surprised sometimes that there wasn't more support, and I'm not going to call out any specific names, but from larger distributors. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'd be like, gosh, there's not very many people from XYZ. So my right. question to you is, do you feel that larger companies have a responsibility to support the the, the regionals? Like, like for a quick example, we have a, a facility in Coshocton called Kids America. Uh-huh. I don't use it about 10 months a year. Right. But I'm a member because I think it's good to have in Coshocton. Yeah. Right? I'm a member all year long because it, I, I want to support it because it's important. So under that same idea... Should we have more engagement with the larger distributors? I don't want to should on any corporation. Seriously. Okay. I mean, yep. so what I will say is I'm always 
happy as as someone who uh, has gone through the regional. I, I, I was on the board at PPA Chicago when I lived in Chicago. I'm, I'm literally three weeks away from finishing my board service here at PPAMS as the immediate past president. I've been on the board for four and a half, four years now, over four years. Um, I am always elated when a larger distributorship, and you pointed out distributorships specifically, yep. um, are on the board. Um, however, it's not my place to tell a large distributor where their individual salespeople, local managers, regional managers, whatever, should be spending their time. So I'm going to push back on that. Okay. Having, having said that, I, I, think, I would like to think that it would be something that the larger distributorships would want to do. Mm-hmm. Knowing how the vast majority of them grow by one or two ways, acquisition right. or recruiting. There is very few recruit, soft recruiting platforms better than serving on your local board or your local regional board because you're just present. Right. You have an opportunity to have conversations about company X, company Y, company Z. And it's not, not to say get on the board so you can recruit. That's not what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> right. saying it's the more visible you are in the industry, the more conversations you're able to have. Get, get, look at us, for example. You and I have conversations today that we didn't have four years ago or three years ago before we started this podcast. This right. podcast has enabled us to have conversations with specific people who look at us as subject matter experts in the promotional products industry, and they'll ask our advice on things. Whether we are actual subject matter experts <laughs> or not is, is a different discussion. Yeah, right. um, so I would like to – it would be very nice if it was part of an overall strategy for larger distributorships. Um, but, I, I, again, it's not my place to say it should be. Yeah, and I don't know that I – just to be clear, I don't know that yeah. I'm saying they should either. I was just yeah. kind of it, – it's a curiosity to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I see it, I'm like, oh, we have more people than blah, blah, blah. No, I, I, but here, here's the thing. Um, I, I like a good mix. Right? Yeah. I love a good mix. I love someone being on the board who is their own individual entrepreneur. I love someone being on the board who's from a big supplier, from a small supplier. I love having a multi-line rep on the board. I love having you – know, basically what I'm saying is I like having a cross-section of the industry um, because then everybody's voice is heard. Um, so there's that. Yeah, and to be real clear, I didn't even mean on the board. I just yeah. mean attending the events. Okay, like, I thought you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I mean like literally – like I was surprised sometimes yeah. how some distributors didn't a show. So again, it's you've you've addressed it, and so I don't yeah. want to beat a dead horse. But I'm just yeah. curious. That was one of those curiosities. To me. I I think I think I do know some um, distributorships, larger distributorships, encourage it more than others do. When that's right. again without naming names. Right. Cool. Awesome. So right, Kirby. Man. Why don't we launch into a little fill in the blank, and we have a new sponsor this week in Gold Star. Nice. Excited about that. Yeah, I love our good friends at Gold Star, and you know why. Because their whole value proposition is to experience simplicity. Uh, Simple does not mean dumb. Simple means easy. And who doesn't want to make it easy for us to order promotional products? They at Gold Star have centered their entire mission and value proposition about making the buying process easy. It's all-inclusive pricing. That includes all setup and decoration charges. It's free ground shipping on all 
all of their writing instruments. Always, 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 always. Standard 24, 48-hour production on their most popular styles. They have the largest standard imprint on all of their writing instruments with no additional fees. And they have all those great free selling tools, virtual design boards, random samples, case studies, unbranded digital sales flyers that are going to help you. I know you want to learn more, dear listener. So go ahead and head over to goldstarpens.com slash unscripted. You're going to get a free Simplicity Starter Kit. It's going to help you make it easy to sell, not only to sell writing instruments, but when you have a client that wants to buy writing instruments, it's going to make it easy for you to use Gold Star. A few clicks here, there, and you are good to go. They make that buying process easy, and we are all pressed for time. And so I'm all for simplicity. I love it, and and they're cool, cool guys and gals over there. So I love absolutely, it. absolutely great people. Kenny Ved, R.J. Hagel, Charles Dugan, so many great people. Alicia Durkin, I, it could go on and on. Just really great people over there. Sweet. All right, Kirby, are you ready for some film a blank? Let's do it. All right, uh, mine is expo themed, Kirby. Okay. Blank is the supplier you learned the most about at PPAI Expo that you didn't know before. Um, let's see. I would go with, boy, I, I visited a lot of booths. This wasn't actually a tough one. Um, I'm going to go with Oreg Audio. I okay. knew a lot about Oreg Audio, but I, what I liked about their booth was that essentially they have all these products. Like I actually went to another trade show yesterday and none of the, the products that were at the trade show yesterday were at their booth in Vegas. Like all the stuff that they focused on was new product. And so I was, I was sort of blown away by all the stuff that they rolled out. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool? Yep. All right. Uh, not really a theme this week, so bear with me. I'm um, bearing. I will bear. Yeah. When you get back from the road, yeah. other than your wife and kids, yeah. the thing you find that you are most excited to see is... My bed. <laughs> um, I, as I've gotten older, um, I find I have more difficulty sleeping on the road than I used to. And I think you just, you know, just getting yeah. older, you have more difficulty sleeping, period. Um, it's not as easy as it used to be. Um, so I, last week uh, at Expo, I really struggled to get a good night's sleep. I think there was only one night where I felt like I slept a good four or five hours. And I went to bed early. I didn't drink a lot. I mean, yeah. it was, it, I ghosted pretty well last week. <laughs> and I mean, there was one night, and I think I even told you, I was in bed all night, but I think I slept maybe 10 minutes at a stretch all night long and, and, and that's not restful and so when Agonizing. I get home on the yeah so when I when, uh, so two things when I get home generally from being on the road my bed when I get home from Vegas my shower I yeah. can't shower enough in Vegas and those showers <laughs> do not get you clean I'm totally with you on that that's a good one Kirby while every booth was exciting and awesome in its own special way blank was your favorite booth you know I talked about org audio but I think um, Starline Oh, nice. Um, I really liked – it was funny, just the, the feel of it, the vibe. I, I, I'm i a fan of that particular line. Right. Um, that one that one comes to mind just because of kind of the – you had to walk into it, which I dug because there was like a little 3D uh, component of it. Uh, so, yeah, Starline would be my answer, my friend. Awesome. Good, good one. Go, go, okay. go, 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 go. The coolest compliment you have received in the last month or so would be? Um, it was last week when um, someone came up to me after my talk when I did the uh, session called Brand You, How, How to Out Amazon Your Competition. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a standing room only crowd of almost 300 people. It was one of the larger groups I actually spoke in front of ever. 
and um, or in a long time. And I actually wrote about it, so it'll be on my blog on Monday. But she said, you have a wonderfully uh, different way of looking at things. And <laughs> I thought, what a wonderful thing. To, it took me a second to process that. Yeah. Um, and was it a compliment or was it some sort of left-handed <laughs> compliment? But the smile on her face showed me it was a compliment. And so I really... Uh, I really liked that. It was a very interesting compliment, one I hadn't heard before. Um, and then I also heard one. So the other one I would say, I know yes for one, I'll give you two, because this one really blew me away after that same session. Someone came up to me and said, I saw you speak three years ago at Expo, and you were very good. I saw you speak today, and I've never seen anyone be able to hold an audience of almost 300 people on the palm of their hand the way you did that wow. was really impressive and so that and i guess that's kind of a humble brag but that was a really cool compliment one yeah. i did not expect no that's that's great kirby <laughs> the one restaurant you didn't eat at in las vegas that you really wanted to last week was blank <laughs> you know, I don't uh, spend a lot of time thinking about that. Uh, I know you do much more than I do, but uh, I know you talk about, is it Nobu? Like that's in that the sushi place? It is a sushi uh, place. Uh, so that You'd hate that. You would hate that place. And and then the one that is honest, like that's the yeah. that's the cultured answer that is yeah. not true. The the real answer that is true is Margaritaville. Okay. Um, I, you know, I think it's it, it's cheesy and it's awesome. And so that's that's what I like about I, that. Real, real quick tangent on Margaritaville. I'm so sorry. So I know you're a huge Jimmy Buffett fan. Yep. And did you see him sing the national anthem before the AFC championship game? Or was it the, 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 the I'm sorry, the NFC championship game? I did not. Oh, my gosh. That – was the worst I've ever heard, and I'm including Roseanne Barr oh, Arnold. It was so off pitch, and the worst thing about it, they had auto. You could tell there was auto tune on it, and I know Jimmy Buffett is what 76, 77, whatever I was he say, is. I'm not sure. That I'm not a great choice. <laughs> I about to say I'm not mocking him. I, I, look, I wouldn't want to get up and sing the national anthem, but not only did he screw up the words, which he did, he was off pitch, and they were using auto tune. And then the best part, I mean, he was terrible. I mean, he does not have a voice that screams, I can sing the national anthem and hit all the That's notes anyway. That's a really anyway. hard song. Yeah. It is. But, the, but then after he was done, he dropped the mic. <laughs> <laughs> that is so Jimmy Buffett. No, it's dumb is what it is. I just, you need to go ahead and find that on your local YouTube channel. Um, yeah, I, I don't even out. I don't even know what a local YouTube channel is, but it sounded good. You need to yeah. you need to YouTube that it, Jimmy Buffett national anthem, and you'll be mortified at your your one of your favorite singer people. That's funny, my All favorite right, Kirby. singer people. Love your favorite? Okay. You, who doesn't love a favorite singer person? <laughs> cool. Um, okay, I know you know this, but I'm so excited when I get to back get back into my routine. Uh, from after a trip like that. The routine you miss when you're on the road is? Uh, the general normal breakfast I have. I mm, have yeah. two soft-boiled eggs every morning with a little bit of Alderwood smoked salt and cracked black pepper, and I like my morning routine, and you can laugh all you want, Kirby <laughs> Hossaman. I am a creature of habit, and that is some damn good eating every morning. It's, it sounds good. I, just, I don't know what any of it means, but it sounds really good. All so. right, Kirby. Um, my last one, and I think you have one more. Yeah. The singer you prefer in Van Halen is blank. Wow. I don't get this question. And I don't. So, am I allowed to just 
parrot what you say where I'm a, I'm lead singer agnostic. I think they're two different bands. I mean, I can literally say your answer if you want. You can say whatever you want, Kirby. It's your dime, your dance floor. I think Dave Sharon is probably the most dynamic of the... Uh, that would be Gary Sharon, not yeah, Dave Sharon. <laughs> um, Sammy Hagar. Sammy I, Hagar is my favorite. Let me be clear. I am never asking you another question about Van Halen as long as this podcast exists. That was fun for me. Okay, last one, Kirby. Okay, so I absolutely loved the concept of the promo rescue. I thought that Thank was you. really cool. Um, the overall feedback you got on this brand new concept is insanely positive. People absolutely loved it from the the, the great distributors who were kind enough to allow us to uh, really mess with their logos and mess with their brands and try to help them, you know, grow wildly in 2019. That is the goal. Really positive. I got so many comments from people. What a great idea. What a great uh, uh, thing to do. And so we're actually going to roll it out as a product um, hmm. here in the next month or so. Um, that you know we are going to have you know distributors who need help with their branding or would like a rebrand. Um, we're going to be able to do that for them. I think we have a great staff that that has a great eye for design. We got wonderful feedback, both right at the booth at the moment of the the promo rescue unveils. Mm-hmm. And uh, great feedback uh, walking around the show and people saying, what a great idea. That's really cool. And you did some great work. So it's not me doing great work. It's my team. And so I'm very fortunate to work with them. So cool. over, overwhelmingly positive. That's awesome. Well, thanks, man. All right, you bet. Thank you. So, Kirby, let's rapid fire this bitch up. <laughs> okay. Um, we are, this is a Leaving Las Vegas edition. Okay. Uh, and again, I have to go over the rules because you have you struggle with this. Let's be yes, honest. I do. Yeah. I'm going to give you two choices. You simply pick one or the other. You don't have to explain it. In fact, I don't want you to explain it. <laughs> Just pick one or the other and move on, okay? Got it. All we right, can be good. done with this in 30 seconds if you do this properly. Okay. I don't believe you, but okay. Again, leaving Las Vegas. Early flight in the morning or red eye? Oh, early flight. Paper boarding pass or electronic boarding pass? Electronic. Check your luggage or carry on? Check your luggage. TSA pre-check or going through security with the unwashed masses? <laughs> pre-check for sure. Engage promotional products people you see at the airport or avoid all human contact and hide? That's a great question. It uh, is. I would engage. Eat at one of the many Burger Kings before the flight or eat something on the flight? Oh, Burger King. You're a Southwest guy. A group or B group? <laughs> I was <a> C group. <laughs> nice. Uh, aisle or window? Um, I go window. Tinkle on the plane or hold off until you land? Um, I held off. Order a beer on the flight or stick with water? 100% water. Family pick you up from the airport or drive yourself? Drive myself, which is why I want water. <laughs> Promo kitchen swag or skewcon swag? Oh, both good, but... Damn it. Skewcon. <laughs> okay, thank you. It was not okay, hard. I, I did an answer. You did. Excellent. So, Kirby, that's going to wrap up this gold award-winning edition of Unscripted, uh, number 135. And, again, we would be remiss if we didn't thank our sponsor, Bam Bams. Again, you want to look at uh, private-labeled headwear and their apparel line. It's truly fantastic. If you weren't out at Las Vegas and weren't able to see it, you certainly need to go to bambams.com and check it out. But if you happen to be going to ASI Fort Worth in about a week and a half, go ahead and head over to booth 1812. Or you can always ask your rep for more information. 50-piece minimum and a true private label experience. You talk about elevating promo to your customers. This absolutely does it. So thank you to Bam Bams for their support.
Absolutely. Kirby, it was always a pleasure to do this with you, and I look forward to hopefully doing number 136 next week. Love it. Bye. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.